that done, and with assurances from Palmer that he would have backup all the way, Sears finally used a speakerphone on the assistant commissioner's desk to call Deacon's mobile number. Hello, yes? Deacon's voice sounded tinny and urgent as it filled the office. It's me, Doc. It's all been arranged. We're getting you out of there. Deacon gave an audible swallow. How? When? That's what I have to sort out with your friend there, said Sears. Put him on, will you? I don't think he... Just put him on, snapped Sears. He listened while Deacon said something to his captor. He had a mental image of the dark piped subway, lit only by the feeble white-blue glow of Deacon's mobile phone, of the soft, sinister fluttering sounds echoing hollowly in the shadows overhead, and realized he was going to experience all that for himself very, very soon. Suddenly, a new voice said softly, Yes! It made Sears' mouth dry up just to hear it. He looked from the A.C. to Palmer, from Palmer to Crown. Then, clearing his throat, he said as authoritatively as he could manage, Victor Santoro? Yes. My name is Sears. Detective Inspector Jack Sears, Egerton CID. I've just been discussing your, uh, demands with my superiors. There was a long pause. Then Santoro said, And? Sears drew another breath. We're prepared to see that you get every cooperation, he replied, lying through his teeth. But before we commit ourselves, I need to see you and Deacon for myself. No! rasped the half-voice at the other end of the connection. Yes, insisted Sears, continuing forcefully. And I'll tell you why, Professor. Deacon's wife has told us a pretty fantastic story. And frankly, you can't blame us for not believing it. But there's a man's life at stake here. So we're prepared to give you the benefit of the doubt. So long as we meet, you and I, and I can confirm for myself that everything she's told us is true. Once I've satisfied myself about that, and the well-being of Dr. Deacon himself, then we can talk. Shaped Santoro. You think I dare? counted Sears. You're holding all the aces, Professor. You've got the hostage. You've got the bats. And you've got everything to gain by cooperating with me. In any case, what have you got to lose? If I was foolish enough to try and trick you, your bats would kill me, wouldn't they? Yes, rasped Santoro. And if they didn't, Sears went on, You'd end up with two hostages instead of one. He paused for a moment to let that sink in. It's heads you win, tails you can't lose, Professor, he said persuasively. So what's it to be? He heard the other man move the phone, heard a muffled exchange with Deacon. Then...
No tricks, agreed Sears. His eyes locked with those of the assistant commissioner as he said, Shall I come now? No, Santoro replied hurriedly. No, not in daylight. Tonight, after dark. And he added softly, All right, said Sears. Shall we say ten o'clock? He took Santoro's silence to mean agreement. Ten o'clock it is, then, he said. But just let me remind you, Professor. If you do anything to harm Dr. Deacon, or anything to turn those bats of yours loose, then it's over. You'll get no help from the British government, no help from anyone. Do I make myself clear? <laughs>